You're listening to Think. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N. This is episode 32. And I'm Nicholas Rue, your host slash co-host. I'm Paul Vine, your... I guess I'm just a co-host. I don't know if there's actually a distinction there. Either we're both hosts or co-hosts, yeah. right? Yeah, it feels can't weird be like if a, one of us is yeah, a host. Yeah, like there's the a host a and then the, the step below that is co-host. Yeah, I don't think that's how it works. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm Jonathan Massey, you're uh, no host. Oh, no Ooh, host. No, no host. host. And of course. Harold. Harold. Yeah, Harold. Harold. That nice. doesn't have a mic today. Yes, we've put, it, we've put, it, we've put him off into a, a corner of the room. He's been bad. Give us some money so we can buy a fourth mic. Come you, on. You I could just bring a fourth mic. Don't no. Okay, <laughs> we're editing that out. I mean, I, I require it's, money to do this. It's part of the it's union rules, man. I don't, yeah. I don't pick up a mic for less than fifty bucks. Yeah, fair. Well, give us money, so I could. Yeah, we'll figure out. Lots and lots of things happened this last week. All right, there's something that Paul really, 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 really wants to talk yeah, about. Yeah, you've been on the so since you entered I, this Just room. do it. Yeah. So I'm reluctant to engage in, on this, in but the, in the past week, the big, the big news is that. Uh, the U.S. is pulling out of the Iran deal. Um, Which, this, in a brief moment of sincerity, I like to say, is really fucking awful. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But like to kind of tie into that. Yeah, uh, but that's not what you wanted. No, about. no, but, 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 I know okay. exactly no, what you wanted. That, to talk no, about. there's some more. I'm building, I'm building. All right, uh, okay. not beyond that. That's pretty bad. Uh, a little bit worse yeah. than that is uh, Colonel Oliver North was named the president. That's no, that's of not the worse than NRA. That. No, it's that's not okay. Fine, just do it. You may remember Oliver North from our foe of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is he official enemy of theme. <laughs> yeah, one of them. Hell yeah. Well, we talked about in in maybe the first. Not the first. It's not the first episode of this new format, but like the second episode of this new format. I talked about the Iran-Contra affair in which Mr. Oliver North was uh, implicated and went to jail for some time. He's back, baby, with a vengeance, and he's the president of the NRA now. Uh, but the Who was greatest, the president of the NRA before? Uh, it was... Uh, Himmler? Dana, Dana Loesch or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was somebody. Or whoever. I don't okay. know. I don't know if that was the spokesperson. Is Dana Carvey? Dana Carvey was the fit former. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was kind of. He, yeah, right. he like revealed that he was play acting the whole time. Yeah, but um, nobody was super. Amused. No, the the biggest it's news method. and the the thing that I'm very eager to talk about and be upset about is uh, the news that came out this last Monday. Uh, at, you re- you know that we're not re- releasing this episode no, no. immediately. Yeah, well, right? I'm going to give some details so you okay. know what Monday is the day that the Met Gala happened. Uh, a new it was the seventh, right? Yeah, it would have been. Yeah, so it was the seventh. Yeah, that's so, all you need to do. Yeah, the seventh. So let's say two Mondays ago. Two Mondays ago, roughly, on the se- the seventh of May, <laughs> roughly, page six and published a report that said that uh, singer Grimes, pop musician Grimes, electronica artist Grimes, is quietly dating. One Mr. Elon Musk, uh, CEO, president of Tesla slash SpaceX slash God knows how many other things. I'm actually not. I'm still not 100% sure what Elon Musk yeah, that's it. is that, famous. I, I don't believe that. I'm, I'm not sure what he's really notorious for doing. He started with PayPal, right? Everybody yeah, wasn't PayPal. Oh, PayPal is his thing. Yeah. It wasn't oh, his thing, shit. but he got a lot of money through oh, okay. it. And then but, everybody but who then likes he, him says something, something Australia. 
Yeah, he I think there's some, some power grid shit in Australia or whatever. I don't yeah. know. Exactly. Anyway, now he's worth billions of dollars. Point is, is that uh, in attempting to make a joke about Roko's Basilisk, which is like some uh, thought experiment or something. Have you read about it? Yeah, right. it's like where the guy's like whole thing is that like if there is an AI that becomes super powerful like Skynet, yeah. why would it not just spend its entire time just punishing the people who did not and that's a result of like an inability to define human good yeah it would just punish people who didn't help it achieve sentience quicker or something like that but she named a character in during the release of art angels her 2015 album which is very good Uh she named a character in one of the music videos rococo basilisk i wonder Uh. what that was about yeah and then elon musk Back in like March, I guess March thirtieth, around that time, wanted to make a joke about that and found that she had beat him to it, hmm. and I guess slid into her DMs and now they are dating, and it blew my world apart. Now, okay, one thing I do have to say, I, I'm not, I, you know, I I don't like Elon Musk. But, like, I do have to say, like, I am all for musicians marrying rich. I am very for this. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you are a musician of any sort, or really just, like, in the creative arts, you really should be, like, scoping out who you're going to marry, like, now. Yeah. It's not, it's never too early. I and just, so I think, I honestly, I think this is a good move on her part. Despite Elon Musk being, like, sort of this, like, union-busting foe of the people, you know. It's right, still, like, it's just a very bizarre move from somebody who allegedly had a Joseph Stalin quote in their yearbook when they graduated I mean, high he school. does look a little bit like Stalin. A little bit. If you put a mustache on him. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> Nobody's going to do it? <coughs> what? Musk. Ash. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Sure. So, uh, uh, but that's not the wildest thing I found. I'm. About I'm. Grimes I'm all for their relationship. Me too. They're. You know. Both weirdos. Like. <laughs> why? Because well, they're specifically is, certain yeah. type of weirdos. Yeah. It's an odd couple situation. Yeah. Opposites attract. The, Isn't that the classic love story? Wasn't she wearing like a Tesla necklace? Yeah, her choker definitely. Is choker a PC term for that, or is that like a? That seems to be what everyone's no. calling it. I always hesitate to say choker because it just seems like it, not yeah, good. Yeah, that it can't does be good, seem to right? carry like the domestic violence yeah, connotations or whatever. But really, yeah, that's a thing. I was always thinking more of like an S and M connotation. Yeah, sure. But, I mean, yeah, like is, choking somebody doesn't necessarily have to be a violent act. Exactly. You know, plenty of people like that. So I don't think yeah, there's anything to, inherently I bad. Know. I just, I just yeah, it's not like calling a tank top a wife beater. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's man. bad. Yeah, yeah, and commonplace. Dark. A choker, I think, is pretty universally yeah. acceptable. Okay. Regardless, necklace was definitely modeled after the Tesla symbol. Tight so. necklace. Yeah. Yeah, and also he designed her dress. Did he? Yeah, that was another thing. I mean, it was a good dress. It's really hard for me to not like this South African weird dude. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, like I, yeah. I dislike him because he's worth billions have you, of dollars. Have we considered that? But in like, fact... he is—he's like the kind of guy who, if, if I was his friend, I would like—I would be interested in what he's doing because he's an interesting. Are you rethinking your feelings on apartheid as well? Uh, 
Is, no. Was okay. Elon Musk responsible for apartheid? Well, any, like, not, he maybe, benefited. Yeah, he benefited. Yeah, I mean, in the same way that, like, you know, we benefit from slavery or something. It's yeah. just sort of, I don't know. There's a deeper discussion to be had there about complicity and. Wait, is and, he South African? Yeah, yeah he's, he's South, South African. African. He was also a child at that time, so. Yeah, children are the world. Well, it's not. I mean, it's more about like the lasting advantages that systems like apartheid confer on yeah. the privileged ethnic group in question. But you know, at the same time, I don't need a reason not to like Elon um, Musk. Have you ever seen uh, his his? I guess former girlfriend or wife. I don't know. Who's now one of the people? He in, had two wives. The one that's in. Time? I don't know that much about him. Yeah, he's a bigamist. <laughs> the one that's in uh, Westworld now. Oh, uh, Dorothy Evans. I'll take your word for it. Um, I have no idea what... She, she plays the robot Evan that Rachel like, immediately would. welcomes people into the world um, when they first get on the train. Is this an old-timey fire siren? Yeah. That sounds like a klaxon if I've ever heard one. Yeah. That was a weird siren, right? Yeah. I think it was... That's probably, like, one of those knockoff ambulances. It's vintage yeah. now. Like, they're, they're kind of... Since oh, this neighborhood's you know kind of going that <laughs> yeah, way... It's, yeah, it's, it's like, like, like a 1930s-themed, like, ambulance yeah, it's service. Yeah, very... Tw- if you go out there, it's actually one of those high-fire sirens, you know? Like... <laughs> Like one of those high trucks where you have to like leap to get on it. Yeah, they they uh they come out and they they got like the ladder that they have to like crank by hand and they yeah. just go up and throw like a bucket of sand on the fire. Yeah, it hasn't. There's been a lot of fires. And the one guy's mm-hmm. at the the one guy's at the bottom with like a bucket of water, Mister Game and Watch style, like moving back and forth, real jerky, herky jerky. Yeah, this isn't going anywhere. No, um, oh man, it, <laughs> never mind. You get some. All right. Uh, anyway, but. I, there's a video of, of um, now in uh, Westworld, she's one of the people that's in the, the roving gang of robots that are with Dolores. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know her name, but I know her and Elon Musk were seeing each other for a while. There is a very sad video you can watch on YouTube of uh, when they live together, someone coming and interviewing them. And she says, like, you know, sometimes I, I dream about leaving you and it makes me so happy. And it's just... That's it's, beautiful. It's, it's just like Elon looks at her and it's like, what? And she like laughs a little bit and, he, and she's like, yeah, sometimes, I don't know, I just really think about... Oh, shit. And then... Tallulah Riley. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's her. Yeah, Tallulah Riley. Gotcha. Yes, there is a video of her saying the meanest thing you could ever say to anyone directly into Elon Musk's eyes. And then he's like, huh, wait, what? <laughs> like she Damn. just says how bad she wants to leave him and then like <laughs> he's like playing along and then it hits him and he's like are you are you serious and then she just kind of laughs and brushes it off that's so that's great you can see like his heartbreak a little bit through his eyes in that yeah. video clip so i'm just happy that that elon musk he's is. grown can i tell the story that i found out about grimes mm-hmm earlier we're today talk about this for an hour. Okay. i'm gonna try to keep we're it really one, short okay we're keeping it to you're not gonna th- do that three four minute steps all right this is an article from 2009 titled huck finn style adventure marooned in minneapolis a young couple with hopes of carrying out a Huck Finn-style adventure by floating a self-made houseboat down the Mississippi River have run afoul of the law instead, and their vessel has been stranded at a Minneapolis impound lot. Claire Boucher, 21, 
now known as Grimes. Yeah, and, I know that. And is. William Gratz, 23, hatched the idea for a river voyage last fall. After months of research, they headed to Bemidji in northern Minnesota, where a friend allowed them to use his property to build their 20-foot boat, complete with accordion folding doors, glass windows, and pink shutters. They gave themselves river names, Verushka and Zelda XOX. I don't know if you're supposed to read that aloud or just It's like Charlie XCX? Yeah, it's just like X-Zero-X-O-X. I mean, I'm really actually... That's a legit question. (laughs) I'm not entirely sure. I just haven't heard that. Uh, And got a copy of The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, which they never read. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And this story talks about how they are... That's me. A Boucher and uh, Gratz, who's from Tennessee, packed up their chickens, a sewing machine, and 20 pounds of potatoes, and hauled their boat to Minneapolis. Moments after their launch in the first week of June, the engine failed, and they were basically trapped in Minneapolis, and they kept getting fined by the cops because they were like they had their boat docked places oh that you God. couldn't have it. Uh, and eventually, the, the police like impounded their boat. But they tried to legit do a Huck Finn style. Well, maybe if they've read the book. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I'm sure there are some <laughs> tricks That's in there. definitely the funniest part of How that. many chickens? Uh, Doesn't say it just says chickens. Yeah, You're going to get more. They breed. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're, they're make chickens. More chickens. Yeah, but how many chickens do you need? But this was like 2009. If you want to do anything, and you I, need to and like... 20 pounds of potatoes. Yeah, when did she hit? Like 2012? 2013. Grimes, I think her first. I think I heard her album in 2013. I think 2012 is like her first album. Uh, well, uh, no, 2010. What year did this happen? What you just described? 2009. Okay, so right before. Cool. Yeah. So the river life didn't work out for her, and so she's she like, I guess I'll just make music now. Back to yeah. my back to my backup plan. <laughs> yeah. So th- yeah, that was like an, bye bye that, Volushka. And hello it, and Grimes. It, and, and guess what? Now she is dating one of the richest men on earth. <laughs> yeah. So like, and we joke about that, but like, come on, you know, very yeah. rich. I've been saying this all along. Yeah. See if you can hack the river life. If any and rich if not, people are listening rich. to this, if anyone rich is listening to this, I would like to tell them that I am an excellent cook. John also does music. Just saying. Uh, if, I, so if I know anyone how to rich make a bed. There. I can do like domestic tasks and stuff. John, just saying. I'm just saying. John can I'm also not, make uh, very funny jokes about uh, you and know, Elon. If you get jilted, AIs or whatever. Uh, you know what I'm saying? What? You can make very funny jokes about like AIs or whatever. And yeah, I can. Elon, man, I can do that for you too. I can be that for you. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So just that you know, you never know what he's listening to. Yeah, any rich people out there? Yeah, just uh, hit up John. You know? Yeah. Or get. <laughs> All right. Man, in other news, last <laughs> yeah. night some kids tried to sell me acid outside the marathon station or the Shell station. Whoa! Yeah, I was like, me and uh, me and Matt were hanging out at Ireland's, and then we left and. We went part of the way. I, I, oh, we were going to go get some snacks, but then that didn't work out. So I was just left. And then <laughs> some guy was like, hey, you. And I was like, that's not You're me. Like, oh, no. And they're like, no, yeah, you in the plaid shirt. And I was wearing this shirt. And I was, this really is not plaid. a plaid shirt. Like, I was like, okay, well. And then they're like, do you want some acid? I was like, I'm, I'm good, man, but thanks. And then they introduced themselves to me. Whoa. <laughs> kinda, I was like, man, y'all are like 19, aren't you? Like, like, this, is like cool. this is like a weird honeypot. <laughs> like, I thought, I was like, what the, f- 
what the fuck? Are y'all cops or what? But no, they weren't. I mean, like, I feel like I would know three cops in a mid-90s Toyota sedan sedan trying to sell me acid and this yeah. wasn't it well you know it's that in that mountain goats lyric where like buying acid was a bad idea it was buying, a very mountain buying it from thing. a cop yeah, was a worse was a one very mountain goats thing anyway that's my piece of news man for the that's week. wild so it was cool and then like after i left they just tried to sell somebody else acid too yeah Dude, well, you don't uh, generally try like one person and be like, "Oh, I guess I'm yeah, done guess trying to sell this acid." Randos, yeah, just like, they probably also didn't have acid. I, that's what I'm thinking. I feel like they were just gonna hand me like a fruit roll up. Or yeah, something. be like, yeah, a stamp. If I know yeah. anything about groups of four nineteen year olds, they're three. trying three. I think there was a dog. <laughs> well, oh, wait, know, were dog you was. being sold acid by the Scooby Doo gang? Man, shit, I don't know. They were in a van. They were yeah. in the thing that was the same color as the Scooby-Doo van. They had to downgrade after Daphne got beheaded in a serious accident. That's why there's only three of them. What? That got real <laughs> She kind of went to college or something, man. Oh, she didn't have true. to die in your imagined oh, scenario. You're right. That's, yeah, you're right. that's, that's, that's sorry. That's weird. Um, hey, John, what, what do you want to talk about? All right. I want to talk about this is the thing that I, I texted Paul and Nick about a couple days ago. Because I, I forget, oh, you know, here's what it is. So I, I was looking, I was really into this idea of conlanging, which is where you build a language, this constructed language. Oh, yeah, conlangs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, people, Constructed it, language. Thanks, I said that. Um, I'm sorry. He did say that. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, I know. That's you know, literally you know, 10 that's seconds one of the problems. before I spoke. <laughs> um, Nick, literally the point of this podcast is to not pay attention. <laughs> oh. This is going great. Um, yeah. So I was into, I was, you know, getting into some... Boards you don't tell about me about this the point and like looking into it, and I think it was a podcast I was listening to. Was it about, theme? I mean, have you guys done an episode on this already? Well, because if it was that, if it, that's the case, at, I shouldn't. After you, we finish recording this, Nick, I need you to go back in and edit in us going yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I found out about this because the Telosan 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 language is a is actually a fairly despite the ludicrousness of this place and this idea the language is very highly developed and it's like one of the most detailed and expressive conlangs out there which is kind of wild like better than Klingon? once again if people oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. weren't much, aware much conlang constructed language it's constructed language constructed just language the Con- third conlang time. short for uh, king kong language short for um con air oh. Yes, movie. Con Air language. Yeah, it's um, it's it's what you talk about when you review the movie Con Air. It's that's right, what I'm, it's called. Paul's going to talk about Con Air for like an hour. Con so I'm Air, get some gin while he does it. Yeah. And anyway, it ends with uh, them having to uh, jump out of the plane, I believe, in midair. Paul, I can't believe I've been um, sitting here for 15 minutes. And honestly, I don't remember. I think Steve Buscemi was in it as well. I don't really remember. <laughs> Even though I just spent, spent the last hour and a half describing the entire yeah. plot to Con so, Air. To what were you talking we about? Recording. I was talking about the <laughs> fictional uh, dictatorship slash kingdom slash republic. They yeah. just tried yeah. all of them. Uh, I don't huh? know anything about this, so okay. I'm very curious. 1979. Can you give me broad strokes of just like a logline description of, okay, of til- okay, I got what this, this is? Telosev began as a 14-year-old's imaginary dictatorship evolved into a sprawling internet empire of dad jokes and then collapsed in like a heap in 2005. Okay. So it's a story that starts very weird and gets very goofy and then gets very, very sad all okay. of a sudden. 
I'm ready. Okay. Tolosa, uh, 1979, a guy named Robert Ben Madison. It's Boxing Day. And uh, that year, his mother has passed away. And he founds, officially on that day, Boxing Day of 1979, a nation, a micronation, I don't think they call it that anymore, a micronation called Tolosa. Tolosa. And this is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay. On Boxing Day? Yeah, 26th of December. They celebrate Boxing Day? In Wisconsin, yeah. Yeah, they do. I thought that was only a... What is Boxing Day? No, it's Wisconsin. Um, Wisconsin's a strange place. Yeah. No, I know what Wisconsin is. What's Boxing Day? (laughs) (laughs) It's like the day when... It's right there in the name, man. Anyway, um... Is it... It's like the... It's like kind of like Christmas? It's like the day after Christmas, so in that regard, it's like weather-like, sec- it's like Christmas. <laughs> Whatever the weather is on Christmas, it it's will like be probably similar on Christmas? Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like Don't that. They, is I, it, I, is I, that what they celebrate in Harry Potter? I thought Boxing That's Day was butter beer. something about um, the presence? I don't know. I feel like it's dealing oh. with uh, the wrapping and yeah, the boxes and the bags. Yeah, it's like a cleaning day. Man. But it's fun. I could be completely wrong. Maybe that's when you have to fight your family members over who gets the yeah. present that someone forgot to give. Yeah, it's... Okay, hold up. This is a very good description from the Oxford English Dictionary. Yeah, they Boxing really Day is the first weekday after Christmas Day, observed as a holiday in which postmen errand boys and servants of various kind expect to receive a Christmas box. Yep, that's Oxford English Dictionary. Servants of various (laughs) kinds. Yeah, I know know the British when I see them. (laughs) Post, you know, the three genders. Post men, errand boys, (laughs) and servants of various kinds. (laughs) Yeah. You are the resident errand boy of fame. I want to be post man. You gotta work your <laughs> I just got that. Yeah. I gotta get there. Okay, anyway, it was Boxing Day. Okay. 1970. Boxing Day. May I have a Christmas box? <laughs> okay, so um, the, <laughs> the territory of Tolosa is. Okay, so it's mostly. It's essentially like the east side of Milwaukee. As well as a small island called Sezimbre off the coast of France and a small piece of Antarctica, okay. which is very on brand for me, yeah. which is a big part of what got me into this. Um, and it's like, it's a country, like, I, I don't know when the language come up, comes up in the history, but he develops this language, this guy Robert Ben Madison. How old was language. he? He's 14. 1979? Yeah. And it's like, at first it's very 14-year-old in that it's like, a dictatorship like mm-hmm. in the first year he jokes about there's like um a 20 chapter like 200 page history of Tolosa that he wrote where he talks about all these imaginary communist coups and dictatorships and it's kind of there's this weird like iffy strain in the early politics of Tolosa well from a 14 year old yeah, yeah i mean sure. he probably read about the like iranian Revolution that was earlier that year, and was just like, yeah, I feel like there's a strong influence of it, and, and so he, in his bedroom, it starts out being his bedroom, and then he like he annexes territory for it, or not annexes, but um, he's the capital called Abbeville after the band. Okay, good, yeah, um, excellent. Abba, 
Yeah, after the band ABBA. <laughs> the okay. capital is called Abbaville or Abbavilla in Tolosan. Oh my god. Yeah, and uh, it's versus bedroom, and then I think it moves and... I mean, it's kind of wild. If you look at a map of Tolosa, it's got provinces. Like, it, it's divvied up the east side of Milwaukee into these various states, one of which is named after Ataturk, and one of which was named after Mussolini until pretty recently, when Whoa. they were like, no, we can't do that, actually. I think it's pretty, it's pretty so, out. It's not like, nobody's, like, super fash, except for, like, a couple guys that we'll be talking about. Um, so, so like, like this fourteen-year-old kid basically is going through some rough period because his mom died. I think that's and his response was like, "I'm annexing my bedroom and declaring." I don't, don't want to tie it too simply to his mom's death. I, w- I want to say that this is just a fourteen-year-old kid, like kind of a nerdy fourteen-year-old kid having a goof and building building a little. Why thing. the fuck couldn't this kid write Ready Player One? It's very. It's well. He has other concepts, and one of which is like inventing an extremely detailed country. Like Tolosa, despite being not a, you know, it is obviously not legally a country. It has like a, a bicameral legislature and a judiciary and a state. You know, it has a head of state and a head of parliament, or like a you know an MP, and then like a it like a judiciary branch with various courts and it's like all of this stuff local uh, provinces have their own provincial governments with their own provincial state houses and like it's very it's like really awesomely detailed is it still exist it does but we're going to talk about that because okay. stuff is because i have 20 years some stuff's going to happen when when, okay. when the dsa realizes that the democrats can't be pulled further left i'm feeling like maybe they could just take over this country and we'll start oh we'll start no no new. uh no <laughs> anyway at his early uh his early idea is this jokey concept called world singular succession it's the idea that everybody should just make their own country and succeed from the, it's not again all of this is half in jest until about 2005 all of this okay. is kind of goofy and he kind of pulls in his friends and they get Things get kind of silly. Isn't and Gary Gygax from Wisconsin? I have no is idea. He? I think he is. That feels like a very... Because I feel like this is a thing where somehow Gary Gygax would have been involved. This is like that same hang. You know what I mean? Like This is Lake like Geneva. the d kind of thing. They would just get together and build a fake government rather than fighting monsters. Yeah, except that he didn't let anybody else into this country for another two years. What? Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how long was he the sole... Uh... The sole citizen <laughs> <Yeah>. and king <laughs> uh, <laughs> for, I think, a year and a half, actually. All right. But there, he, what he does is he has ambassadors to the United States. Oh, really? One of which is this really fucking insane dude named John Yan. Um, well, the first guy... The first U.S. ambassador was kicked out because he was religious. Like, he kicked out because... He got kicked out because he Is he, was, like, 16 at the like time? He was, like, Anglican or something. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like... You know. Some, yeah, and this is the day of um, fucking... Who's that Tool comedian? Bill Hicks? 
Tool comedian. Yeah, you know, the comedian Tool loves. I think it's Bill Hicks. Oh, it's like this is like. I was the, thinking Tim Allen because I thought you're yeah, new I was Tool time. Uh, I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. James, when he talks about Tool time, that's the band. Tool. I thought, I, thought, I was thinking James Maynard Keenan or whatever. Um, no, no, that's the guy from Tool. I bet yeah. Tool really likes Bill Hicks. That seems about right. No, they like are obsessed with him. Anyway, it's the time when that sort of like bullshit is like I don't like Bill Hicks, but is that when that sort of thing is real is, big? Isn't he Alex Jones? Is that the guy that everyone? That's the. Uh, that's that's the conspiracy fact is that Bill Hicks faked his death and is now Alex living Jones. as Alex Jones. Yeah, that about tracks. Okay. Like, anyway, so the first ambassador gets kicked out because he's like fucking Anglican or something. And then the next I do guy. Think, I just want to say real quick. I do think Bill Hicks is a very good comedian, but I think he has a lot of jokes that the wrong kind of people latch onto. Yeah, maybe and that's then, a better thing. I just don't. I want to hop in real quick, and I, and I think that it is good that this guy kicked out the Anglican. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, Duncan I, on the Brits. Okay. I think. Yeah, I think that if you belong, he might to not the be Ang- Anglican. I think if Gary you be- Cohn, if you're listening to this, call in. Yeah, tell us if you're I, Anglican. I think that if you belong to so the, the lines Ang- Anglican ready. Church, <laughs> yeah, the lines like, are operative. You should be Oliver Cromwell. I think. I don't know what his deal was, but. Um, anyway, so the, the new U.S. ambassadors is a guy named John Yan. Are you gone? How far are we into this episode? Uh, about half an hour. Half an hour, and we got the first. I'm really trying. Every, everyone's I'm really trying. Everyone's to do this. favorite part of this show is when we we stop the talking and check to see how much time we've recorded. <laughs> yeah, well, we got to take a break. How much time now? Well, it's 29 minutes and. Okay, seconds. yeah. We've gone backwards. <laughs> we got backwards. This is great. Holy crap! I'm All just right. gonna talk till we hit zero. Um. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, it's a countdown. Anyway, now. the next guy is like a fucking Nazi, which is oh, that's bad. Totally. I mean, it's like a high school Nazi, which is not better, but which is it's more explicable how that kind of guy gets in. But yeah, he's like, you know, he like rails against homosexuals, and then later comes out of the closet, obviously. But one of his associates... So this is also just like a confused 17-year-old. Yeah, no, I mean, totally. <laughs> okay. Classic, classic thing. But one of this, one of his, the associates with this, like, this guy um, is named Brooke Panetta, Panetta, who is described in, I think, the wiki as a... They have a wiki, by the way, as a quote-unquote right-wing aristocratic Germanophile gay ex-marine hypochondriac nudist. Well, that's quite a number of things. So I'm not sure if that's just them having a thing. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> that was like... I, can you say all those one more time? Okay. <clears throat> I just I just need to make sure that none... Like, a which right of those... wing, crowd cheers. All right. Aristocratic. <laughs> okay. Germanophile. Uh, nope. Gay. Yes. Ex-marine. No. All right. Hypochondriac. No. Huh? Nudist, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, sorry. I was trying to double. I was trying to do like a mental checkbox of like which of those is actually like an oppressed minority, and literally gay is the only one. Like, I don't think any of those other ones. Like, yeah, the rest of those are not great. Because usually when you I get like ex marine is when you get like a big but... list of something like that, usually somebody's trying to like hit checkboxes of some sort. Yeah. But no, like, I think it's just meant to be like, look at this fucking Yeah, this guy's dude. just a, a, a dude. Anyway, that's you know, the <laughs> early eighties were weird for everybody. Um, <laughs> in nineteen eighty one there's a brief period um where Robert the First abdicates his throne to uh, because frankly, uh quote, his dedication to Tal- Talasa is 
uh, proving a hindrance to his ambition to meet and date girls. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> a week later, he reassumes the throne, having that having not gone so well apparently. So how, wait, how long? A week. A week. Exactly All right. a week. He gave it one week. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I have a lot of it's sympathy. Been. I have a lot of sympathy for this guy, Robert uh, Ben Robert Madison, Robert Ben Madison, for reasons that are going to become clear later. But um, Robert the that's first. That's hysterical. Yeah, Robert the first. I like that he just tried for one week and was like, never mind. Yeah, like okay, no. Uh, so anyway, the eighties are like a, back then. a whole they didn't thing. Have Tinder. People start to join. There's like they develop this weird legislative structure and they meet up around Milwaukee and just like How many hang out. People at this like, point. I think we're talking. In the tens, like okay. very few people. It's really a small thing. How did they communicate? Like, I guess they just hung out. Yeah. It would be like if all if everybody we're friends with started a country, and they were like, <laughs> there are thirty of us if you got us all in the same room, but we're never all in the same room. So you know, it's like whatever. Like all my college friends. It'd be pretty friends. cool because it's just like you probably just like annex the places that you hang out a lot. So like Arlen's would be part of our country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the idea is that what they're doing essentially is taking the world that they live in and love and the kind of world that you normally feel trapped in, a place like Milwaukee. And then they're they're mapping a new country onto it, which they have sort of this weird like, I don't know, they're like reimagining their own landscape. And, and turning it into a thing where they're like the rulers of this imaginary country that's layered over actual Milwaukee, which I think is kind of a cool thing. And it Absolutely. gives way pretty quickly to like this sense of like just total dad jokes, especially in the 90s, where they talk about like, you know, first of all, one thing that's weird about Tullus is that they claim Berber origins. They claim to originate from the Berbers. What are Berbers? The Berber tribes of Northern Africa. Which, I mean, if you look at a video of, of Robert Madison and look at his skin, you will notice that he is not descended from the Berber tribes of Northern Africa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I I don't know. There's like, they have this whole joke about how the Berbers invent invented opera, and the, so they have the classic opera, the Berber of Seville. Oh. Uh, oh, boy. I got more. Okay. Oh my! They they also God. like have a joint opera football, like mm. con like thing going on. It's it's funny. They like they think they joke about how opera and football are the same thing. And mm-hmm. There's a oh here's a good one. Okay, I got a couple good ones. There is a colossal provincial poker playing organization or C3PO for short. So it's that kind of thing. Like it's just like goofy. Mm, all right. I bet in the eighties right. it was a fucking hoot. Like I yeah. bet in the eighties. Nobody had ever made a C-3PO joke before these days. <laughs> like, this was, like, one of the first ones yeah, ever but to well, that's before like Star- killed. Yeah, before Star Wars invented yeah. C-3PO. Uh, and then in 87, there's yeah. all this, like... Timeline checks out. I don't know. There's a brief... Basically, the conflict in Telosa is this guy created it, and he wants to retain control over it. In the same way, like, imagine if, like, y'all did this podcast, and then, like, you know, Harold is on it, and then I'm on it, and then like imagine I brought my friends on it, and they brought their friends, and it was all of a sudden like, man, where'd like, all these mics come from? Yeah, like <laughs> I made this thing. You know, I wanted to be in charge of this thing, but then like everyone else is coming in. It's like, well, no, this is a country, and it's I'm in it, and I mm-hmm. I could get elected to the what's it called? What's the legislature called? Uh, the um, the senates or the COSA? Uh, I could get elected to the... It's had some funny name, but, like, 
So there are all these political parties with weird names like the Democratic Dandocratic Party or the Progressive Conservative Party and the Moderate Radical Party and like it's just like you know stuff. There's dad. There's just like shit. Oh yeah, there's one called Punk People United for No King. There's another one called Rump. Um, Wait, what was it called again? Rump. No, before that. Punk. People United for No King. Punk. Cool. Yeah, it's kind of that was kind of cool. dope. Like. Um, but I don't know. It's but they're also not that many. <laughs> they just came up with like band names. And yeah, back, just yeah. like a bunch of back backronyms or yeah. whatever. So yeah. there's just like a lot of stuff in the '90s. It goes dark for a while, and I don't know. It it feels like it's winding down until in '96 they go online, and there's you know uh, there is a website. So how how about. old is Robert the First at this point? Man, y'all do math. Uh, <laughs> it's like 30, approximately 30 okay. in 96. All right. Man, like y'all that. do math. <laughs> it was like, I mean, I didn't, I didn't sell my fucking job. I didn't come on here and do math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be 65. So, yeah, he would have been 31. Yeah. That, that okay. tracks. Yeah, so, like. So, they go online. They go online. And they get, the, and they get their first, quote, unquote, cyber sit. Cyber citizen. Okay. And uh, and this is the do thing. We, do we know what uh, inter- like, like, uh, web browser they used? I presumably like uh, fucking like Netscape. Yeah, Navigator. I guess it must have been Netscape Navigator. I just really wanted to bring the up official. Net- I was reading about Netscape Navigator yeah. like yesterday. Well, you could do your own fucking episode about that. <laughs> <laughs> but this is don't a whole do, thing. Don't do a whole episode about Netscape Navigator. People who were in it, people who were in Milwaukee versus people who just joined it via the internet. That becomes like a super big thing. And there's this whole accusation of, like, Robert Madison getting, quote-unquote, pocket votes for his own political party from people who are online and, like, all this stuff. There's drama. Finally, in 97, he passes, like, he, they come through with this thing called organic law, which is, like, sort of the constitution of Tolosa. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's, like, you know, it, it becomes to, it becomes, like, a little more democratic and a little more less of a dictatorship which is obviously not a thing that if you're Robert Madison you're that into because you made this thing you're the one who invented the language and invented the mythology and came up with all these fucking words and everything and it's like this is yours but for everyone else it's theirs too and they're contributing to it uh, uh, so anyway uh, in 1998 they adopt quote one Geneva Convention <laughs> yeah so, uh, <laughs> of, of like the pre-existing Geneva Conventions, or I think they just they, pick one. They just created a new one. No, I think they just picked one that they liked and went with that. <laughs> which, do you know which one? <laughs> it didn't say. I couldn't find it on the wiki. I feel like it's how many important are there? To know. I think there are several. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there are a number of Geneva Conventions. Because if you just pick the newest one, do you record? Well, because I feel like you pick the most important is it, one. Isn't like no chemical like weapons? Yeah, I part hope they of the pick Geneva that one. Convention because like, otherwise, it would be cool if they picked that one. It would be kind of cool if they didn't though, and they're just like, well, citizens of Tolosa <laughs> can definitely chlorine bomb other yeah, citizens that's of Tolosa. Totally legit, like they're like, allowed I, to do that. Like it's like. Hey, check the rule book. Like, well, there's nothing in the rule book that says dogs can't play basketball, so, you know? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was Delosa's stance on Airbud and Airbud like situations? I don't know. It's impossible to say, but it came out around this time, right? Okay. So yeah. I'm sure that, like. I'm sure it's somewhere in the official. Uh, the official. Uh, one of the Clarks, which is their 
there's a thing about it. The Clarks is what they... The British Parliament has a word for this. It's like, you know, they make the laws and they put it in this document and then the document is sent around. I forget. Anyway. They call um, it the Clarks. They call it a Clark. A Clark. Like that sort of... It's, okay. There's a specific word that I am blanking on that this is the equivalent of. It's, uh, their system is, is essentially a, like a British Parliament. It's modeled after that from what I can right. tell. There's like an but upper the, house. And, and yet they house. kicked out the Anglican. Suspicious. Yeah. Hmm. This reeks of conspiracy. Yeah. I'm thinking um, something something uh, foul is going on. Yeah. Foul play. Something, something rotten in Denmark. Am I right? Is why, that why, didn't you, why didn't you do something rotten in Tulsa? You were so close to a joke. Because I wanted to make sure people knew what I was talking about. That, that's the why you, you don't. All right. Hey, okay. Never mind. Do you think I joined this podcast because I made good jokes? No. Well, how, how do you... Uh, if you're just quoting something when it could... It's not really... It's, it's yeah, a that's a joke. That's a joke. Hamlet. Hamlet. Yeah, a joke. <laughs> but if you change... The we're talking about a country. Or if you said the name and of the country instead of Denmark, it's a pretty iconic line. People would have yeah, got people it. people know that. Bubble, bubble, I mean, if people know trouble. about something rotten in the state of Denmark, they'll yeah. get the reference. You don't... <laughs> You know. Anyway, yeah, this is the kind of thing that people move to Tolosa to escape. Frankly, yeah. Like, uh, anyway, uh, where fuck was it? <laughs> oh, this is and this around this time. There's the first exodus from Tolosa into another smaller micronation called Pinguinia, which uh, claims Saint Helena Island near near Antarctica. And okay. I don't know. This is the whole thing. This will come back again and again. People secede from Tolosa. Because essentially, because like uh, King Robert the First is attempting to like maintain power at any cost. Um, mm. In two thousand, here's another quote from the timeline where I'm gonna rib this dude hard. Um, quote: <laughs> Robert the First divorces Queen Jenny with a law so offensive in content that it later becomes the only Tolosan act ever to be entirely expunged from the record. Do we oh. know what that law was? Is there any? I tried to find it, but it's I. Okay, there was an option when I was researching this where I could go to the Clifton Market and get some like food, or I could go deep into the pro boards of Tolosa <laughs> and like really like do I a feel deep like, dive yeah, and I, figure that I shit out. I feel like if you went to the pro boards, I went to the pro boards, but I didn't go deep into the pro boards. Yeah, you know I, I mean? feel like if you went deep into the pro boards, you would come out the other side with a fucking, like, Tolosan passport. Yeah, I would come out speaking only Tolosan. It would be... Uh, that would be a great movie. Okay, like, so you get in some you get some sort of accident, and you come out, and all you speak is Tolosan, and so you just have to find people who can speak it to translate for you. This is a great idea. Um, that's a great movie idea. All right, well, Somebody add it to that. the Patreon. Yeah, we're going to write that anyway, and put it on the so Patreon. It, this guy founds a, a party, King Robert, called the Black Hand Party. Uh, and they're all sorts of like... Man, I know, I know I'm doing great at this podcast when both hosts are on their phone. <laughs> I'm sorry, how do you spell <laughs> Tolosa? T-A-L-O-S-S-A. Okay, you're doing great. I, was, I, just, I, I, was, I just looked at it and I was like, man, I'm sucking, ain't I? Like, this must no, be I shitty. just, I needed to. I knew you'd be on your phone. I, okay. Yeah. Wow. Oh. 
Oh, come on. Don't act like I'm giving you some I'm, sort of unprecedented roast well, you, by saying that. You, you, you <laughs> unprecedented roast. Unprecedented <laughs> roast. Unprecedented roast. Come on. The people demand an unprecedented you think, roast. You think all these great references Next to classic... Next episode is the roast of co-host Paul. You, yeah, you, yeah. You, you think all these classic references to Shakespearean plays just happen organically? Because no, you remember I, the plays? No, no I don't I gotta, think that. I gotta, I gotta, gotta Google them. Which one has double bubble boil bubble? <laughs> Double bu- bu- bubble boil bubble. <laughs> Double bubble boil That's bubble. That's definitely Macbeth. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, it's Macbeth. Which one has the Denmark thing? That's Macbeth. Hamlet. That's also Macbeth. <laughs> They're all Macbeth. Macbeth. Macbeth's also There's the one where one she Macbeth. says out, out damn spot, right? I don't know because she got she got a cl- she got a dirt. You expect me to remember every word? How now a rat? She got dirt They're on her. They're all like three hours long. I know. We few. We, we have happy few. few. We, we band, band of brothers. brothers. That one's from the, the Band of Brothers HBO yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> series yeah we all went for that joke at one time. It's like <laughs> like, it's through a pack, like, like a piece of raw meat. Like four cars coming up to like a, a, a like <laughs> yeah. broken stoplight, yeah, not knowing really how to proceed, and just like, all. Cr- I think I got it. I think crashing I got it. each other at like forty-five miles per hour. Um, I was trying to find the expunge thing. And I just wound up on the marshallproject.org, five things you didn't know about clearing your record. So, I, All right, well, we got to take a, probably a quick break so that Nick can uh, not get clear, clear his warrants. Yeah, I got to... His multiple warrants. Well, that you know, after arrest. that murder last week, I mean... Uh, not... Oh, fuck. No murders. Cut, cut it right yeah, now. Cut the, we'll be back. Cut his cut mic. The thing about the murders. Hello, all you Thimkies, Thimkos, and Thimkets out there. Uh, remember to check us out at patreon.com slash Thimk. Uh, we're going to have new content soon. And if you want to support us, please subscribe. Give us a little money. We'd love that. And that'll help pave the way for the eventual step of live streaming these broadcasts, which I'm sure everyone wants to see. Right? You want to see us do this live? And then maybe you can, like, interact with us while we do that. That could be fun. Anyway, until then, um, I have a song by John Massey, a.k.a. Silo's Choice, to play for you all. It's called OK OK. It's great. And if you would like to support John, please go to siloschoice.bandcamp.com or the Silo's Choice Facebook page. Just show Silo's Choice the appropriate amount of love any way you can. Here's the song. Get the idea down in moment one. Let it work itself out. Let me work it all out. Leave your friends indoors Lock them all in drawers Get it all squared away Get your three squared Here's the ocean And my wine glass Here's the wine dark tide Raise my hands up To the high sun Make a place inside For my donors to find me Well, okay, okay I'm not singing this for them I'm 
John Goodman and all those other people. It's like a machine. It's like an algorithm that is doing this. That's a good fucking film. I guarantee it wasn't. It holds up. I rewatched it last year. It's very good. Professor's Screw Eyes. um, Welcome back to episode 32. 32. We're all ordained ministers now. Welcome back to episode 37 of Think. Welcome back. We, for the last five episodes, we've been talking about the small it's micronation. Like, it's of, like kink with the them, so it's think. <laughs> it's like, oh man, think shaming. Hey, think think shaming. Put that on a t-shirt. Think, yeah. It's way. That's a very like think think shamers. Think is, shaming. Like our our. Don't think shame us. Yeah. Don't think shame. I don't, anyway, I don't know how to say. Anyway, we're talking about infamous. Don't call it a micronation. Tolosa. <laughs> Don't call it because it never went away. Yeah, they actually, if you're in Telosa, you're not allowed to join a micronation. Yeah. That's for real. That's a, wait, for real? That's, that's a on the for books? real thing. So wait. Yeah, you you renounce your Telosan citizenship. If, if you, you join, join a, another micronation? Or if you call no, it. No, they a, don't consider it a micronation. But what do they call it? A, it's a nation. Just it's a, a nation? kingdom. It's the kingdom of Telosa. It's a kingdom. Shit. Yeah, it's not a fucking. Have you even been paying attention? I guess they would think of it as a mega nation or a. Yeah. Just a, a tetra nation or yeah, max a, nation. Dodeca. 
Do, Dodeca, yeah, do, I'm sure. Anyway, in the late 90s, there's an article in Wired about Telosa, and it sets the sets the tone for an influx of new immigrants to the country. And finally, by 2004, that's hit a breaking point. And do these people have to like apply for citizenship? Yeah, there's a whole process. They have to apply okay. and they have to be admitted. And it's a slow, it's a slow trickle. Is there there's plenty of vetting. There's a test. There's an essay. It's a whole thing. It's harder than becoming a citizen of the United States. Um, oh wow! Not not in terms of like that's pretty. Difficult. I don't mean no. I don't mean to denigrate it. I mean like the, it's hard to get into the United States because the United States doesn't want anybody to come in. Right. Right. It's hard to become a citizen of Tolosa because you have to know a lot about it to successfully be a citizen. And you have to prove that you're not that no one's bringing you in to just get votes or no, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Whoa, okay, yeah, it's yeah. a whole thing because this is a whole thing that like people would like recruit randos off the internet and bring them in, and they and they'd have a voting block now of these cyber sits that were in there. Um, have, did you read the Wired article? Yeah, I did. <laughs> okay, it's 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 fun. It's goofy. It it is a really good description of the first like couple decades of Tolosa. Yeah, it's good to be king is the name. Yeah, it it's not you know I expect them to really roast this guy hard, but they they go down kind of <clears> easy <throat> on him, which I think is good because he seems like an he seems like a guy he seems like a normal person. Yeah, you know, Robert Ben Madison seems like other than the fact that he's a king. Yeah, he reminds me of if I had done this at fourteen, and like and just like it had gotten a little out of hand, but it's like. I'm really actually interested in how, like, like from a Marxist perspective. I want to talk about that later. A leftist critique of Tolosa. Yeah. We need to talk about that afterwards. But right now, okay. I, I need to bring it to okay. the schisms. Okay. I need to talk about We've got to talk about the schisms. Well, real quick. Tolosa comes from a Finnish word meaning inside in the, the house. Bedroom. Yep. Oh, yeah. It means in the house. Which is interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Especially given that they later had their own language. It's an interesting choice. Um, anyway, and in 2004, there is, a, there is a big schism. There is a group of, of citizens who leave because they're disfattis- dissatisfied with the king's sort of like power grabs. And at this point, it, everyone sort of agrees it's out of control. He's, his black hand party is like retaining control and he won't. He, re- he will refuse to acknowledge sort of a liberal party government that's the opposition party in 2001 at least and I don't know there's there's a lot of different things and then but this group takes control of a certain amount of the web presence that Tolosa has according I'm taking this right from the wiki and so they form their own nation called the Republic of Tolosa which is a separate entity until about 2012 when there's a reunion and that's the whole thing but this like shakes one Tolosa, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, this, yeah, I knew you'd like that. This shakes Tolosa up a lot. This is a big deal. A lot of people have left, mm-hmm. and so this um, Robert Ben Madison brings in a fellow named I don't know if this is his real name Fritz von Buchholz. <laughs> Probably not. Um, to just and he's like a guy who he knows in Milwaukee. And okay. he brings him in to help get new members after the schism, which is... Don't look at my notes. Sorry, I'm just really trying to figure out if Buchholz is just like what somebody thinks is German for buttholes. <laughs> it could be actual German for buttholes. Fritz von B- uh, You keep buttholes? talking. I'm going to do a little bit of side I, research. I know you are. Um, <laughs> That's really kind. 
keep so talking. I'm not so going to listen. When, when Fritz von Buchholz gets in there, he founds the, the Conservative Loyalist Party, which Ooh, I don't know how that this sounds party, like a bad name for a party. I don't know how it was intended to be at first, but it quickly becomes actually the opposition party to to King Robert. Oh. He quickly turns against him within the space of a few months. Okay. Um, and there's this whole controversy can't, can't about, trust about how... The Tolosan language is copyrighted. It belongs to Robert Ben Madison. And at this point, he was guarding it a little bit. You not can a whole copyright lot. a language? Yeah, you can copyright any shit you want to. Huh. A language is a collection of words and a rule for organizing them. It's the mm-hmm. kind of thing that can be copied. I, I, I would bet that uh, Klingon is copyrighted. That makes sense. Okay. Um, you can't you, you can't copyright a natural language, but a synthetic one, yeah, absolutely you could. Huh. Okay, um, it actually... Here's... I'm going to give you three really interesting facts about Buchholz. It literally is a name for somebody who lived near Beechwood okay. from the middle high German Buach, meaning okay. beach, and Holtz, meaning wood. That's not that interesting. Uh, it is. I hope, it, the, I hope they really scale up from here. It is the last <laughs> name of somebody who developed a ranking or a scoring system for chess. So okay. there's the, the Buchholz system for chess. Sure, keep going. And the, that g- makes sense. They're, they're really into chess in Tolosa. Yeah. And the guy who coined the term byte for like a compu- piece of computer information, uh-huh. his name was Werner Buchholz. Yeah, so really it's very like offensive a- that so you is- immediately thought of buttholes. It's not a f- you can't be offensive to a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> John, is, this is established. My anti-German... Yeah. Do we want to call it? like? Yeah, there, there are things that we know for a fact... Is that you can always do an Italian accent? Mm-hmm. This never... Yeah, this is not offensive. It's yeah. not offensive to do that. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, um, but the Germans, no, they're open for it. If you do like a couple world wars, I'm sorry, but you've left yourself wide open yeah. to all sorts. If of you mockery. did, if you did one world war, <laughs> like, like like okay, bad. It's, yeah, it's on the line like a world of whether war one is bad. A world war two, you did two. If you make us call it world war two. I'm sorry, you're wide yeah, open. Yeah, no for amount it. of changing the blood in video games to be not red so you can pretend that, oh, actually, you're shooting aliens or whatever is like, sorry, you can't. You're just forever stuck as the people who did the bad thing. And yeah, what about sucks. Mortal Kombat when you fight a robot and then they bleed black because it's oil? Yeah, that oh. makes sense because it's a robot. Mm hmm. What okay. are we talking about? Telosa. 2004, Fritz von Buchholz joins, founds the Conservative Loyalist Party, CLP, or Clippers, as they're called. Okay, that's good. He also, I don't know if he brings them in, but around this time, in uh, 7, 7 May, I don't know why I wrote this in like European format, <laughs> in May, at May 7th, 2005, Holy a guy sh- named John Woolley. Woolley? two days ago. Oh. This is ran several years. Okay. Yeah, and about like 13 years. All right. Um, he, he comes in and he, he joins the organization. And essentially what is about to happen is a big internet fight. These guys are about to get extremely quote unquote red and mad online <laughs> about some shit they, related to all sorts big of stuff. Internet like fight. it has to do with the fact that the Clippers, the CLP, doesn't want to publicize publish their membership list. Because essentially if they do, I've, there's some leverage that the king has over them. I forget the exact nature of it. Right. Well, if you know somebody's name, you hold a certain power over them. Yeah. It's the whole like uh, Wizard of Ursi, Ursula Le Guin thing. Like yeah. the person's name is the... No, it's not that. It has to do with the way that votes are counted, but I forget. Um, also, Ben Madison is is 
alleged to be sort of hoarding Tolosan language materials, making it difficult for people to learn the language. There is a big fight on the pro boards about this. It gets pretty bad. Um, I have I have a quote. I'm just going to read it. This is the way that people talk on the pro boards in Tolosa. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Quote. Uh, this is Fritz von <clears throat> talking. Bukos. Quote. John Woolley asks a very legitimate question of the MN, the Black Hand Party, and the king responds and attacks the CLP. Where in the CLP policy or any official statement does the CLP say that Tolosa is undemocratic? This is a party of multiple individuals with independent, independent opinions. For one thing, if you have to specify that your political party has more than one individual in it, you're in Tolosa. <laughs> That's a great way of telling. Uh, and he continues, I have a word of advice for you, Ben. If you want people to believe you are neutral and not attached to any party, let the people run the kingdom. And the MN answer its own questions. So this is like, this has to do with the fact that Robert Ben Madison still runs this country. And he like, he is always kind of trying to gain a little more control over it. I mean, it's his. Does he go by Robert or Ben? And when he calls him Ben, is that condescending? He's been in my notes. I don't know why. Oh, I think he goes by Ben. But he's King Robert. Anyway. King Robert. So there's this big hullabaloo. And finally, he just posts, Fritz, you win. And he renounces his membership. Wow. Okay, real quick. The way that they talk, this is a a very bizarre aside, but it reminds me of the episode of Monster Factory, which is a great online publication video, whatever. As if anybody listening to this doesn't know what Monster (laughs) Factory is. Yeah, because I've I've probably, if you are listening to this, I probably personally have shown you the Monster (laughs) Factory set of videos. But it reminds me of the episode in which. Uh, he's attempting to run for mayor of <laughs> Second, yeah, 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 of yeah, second yeah, Life, yeah. and they make their way onto a like pro logic discussion world. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he runs in, he yells out, "Hey, everybody! I think dogs should be able to vote." And the person responding is like. I'm sorry, I don't know who you are or who you think you are, but we do not allow yelling in this public forum or whatever. Like a very, like, like, like just normal, like rational response. Like that very <laughs> much like, oh, because what I'm talking, I'm, I'm saying it in a way that makes me sound rational or whatever. Like I'm somebody to be respected. And so you better like tone it down, Buster, or whatever. Like, yeah. like, 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 like well, a you know mom what, you know yelling what this at is, their child. Actually, this is like, this is something that these political disagreements started as being goofy. Started as like things that we would, like the kind of stuff that we would just go back and forth about. Yeah, like a debate. And then club. all of a sudden, it got to be a real question about who owns Tolosa. Does the founder own it? Do the people in Milwaukee? His direct friends, do they own it? Do like does this like vast cyber community? Yeah, what's the what's the term for internet? Cybersit. Cybersit. Do they own it? And finally, and he quits. He's had enough, and he says, "The archives and the language materials, you can buy them from me, but I'm done. I'm over it." And his wife also quits. He's got remarried now, and and so I mean. And so he abdicates, and he departs, quote-unquote, departed the monarchy and wrote a lengthy speech, and, and um, the new king is a, a child, a guy named Lu, uh, Luis Guzman. 
who I think is that's the name of an Wait, actor. Luis right? Guzman. Yeah, yeah, Luis Guzman. That's the that's this guy's name. Wait, can I see how it's written? It's exactly like that. Can, where is it? Right, right here. here. Which is, I mean, like famous. It, yeah. Wait, I, this is a person. I know that's an actor. Oh yeah, no, that's exactly how Luis Guzman is spelled. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Isn't that fucking. Anyway, hold on. Can we confirm that Luis Guzman isn't the same guy? This guy who looks kind of almost—he looks kind of <laughs> like Sinbad. You know, if you if, if anyone's listening to Theme and is not familiar with Luis Guzman, I don't think this I, this doesn't make sense time wise because this is twenty oh yeah he's definitely not a child then. and but this this the new kid is is a child it's a technicality for some reason and so the authority rested in the hands of a regent and then the legislative body and do you then, think people just voted for him because his name was Luis Guzman you don't vote and, for a king and they how did he take power I he was he's related to Robert Van Madison in some okay. weird skew way he's related to him anyway so he takes he takes power and he eventually his like literally this kid's mom asks the legislative body of Tolosa to like can you stop and so they they use their authority to essentially abdicate for him. Yeah. Because um, I guess this kid's mom is like, like wound up calling some guy in Atlanta or whatever and just being like, like, Charles, listen, <laughs> you know, like we need to talk. We don't know what this whole thing is. Yeah, we don't know anything about that. And so eventually, the new nation. king is this guy John Woolley, who was a lead instigator in getting Robert the First to abdicate, and. And this is now. This is where Tolosa is now. Uh, John is still the king, King John the First, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a vibrant community of probably I don't know four hundred people or something in Milwaukee, a little bit, but all over the place. And they keep the spirit of Tolosa alive. Meanwhile, um, King Robert the First, Robert Ben Madison, goes on to found a um, Tolosan uh, immigre. Am I saying that right? Immigre community. Yeah, uh-huh. real quick, there is apparently a photo of child King Louis, yeah. of Louise Guzman, and I can't tell if this has been edited or touched <laughs> up, but he appears to have, like, nothing above a nose. Like above it's not the, a great picture. A, a, yeah, that's not a flattering picture to have. Big, his hat is too big. I think the hat is. I think, I think just, the hat is large. I think, I think frankly, the problem here is that the hat is The best large. part of podcasts is when everyone <laughs> talks about a photo that the listener can't see. Yeah, you uh, should make this picture of a nine-year-old the cover. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna fucking have to for this seventy well, relevance. Can you legally do that? I'm. I actually have no idea what like because I don't think that it just doesn't seem of, appropriate. Yeah, it's like to a whole do. thing of like it's take. Political yeah, that's a small child wearing a hat. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. He's <laughs> a political figure. He's a public. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he's a public figure. Uh, the, yeah. the, the if, if this is the thing that gets Fimp taken to court, I'll fucking right. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Oh man. Wait, oh, hold up. Lewis. He is. Real Lewis, quick, Lewis, Lewis. I, you may have already said this. He's one of two Talassan sovereigns who did not hold Talassan citizenship. Yeah, the other one was in 87, and it was uh, uh, Robert Ben Madison's high school English teacher, who he briefly named the king <laughs> for, like, complicated, complicated reasons. Extra credit? I, I know. He was way out of high school, which makes that even funnier. <laughs> okay, okay the, man, I'm looking just... I'm just, just seeing the organic law. Just like, great stuff. Dude... The wiki, nomenclature or whatever to the listeners, y'all got it going. The Wikipedia is, is fucking bonkers. It's so worth it. Really, just spend a few hours going around here because it's Go it appears to, it, it appears to be like thirty five RZ 
and then like another two digits. What? Is like how their their laws are structured. Okay. So I don't know if the first the first digit might be like. This would have been in. No, I, I was thinking maybe it was like ninety seven f- is when org law happened. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm just very interested in knowing the. We need to we need to get into that in a second, but I want to put a nice neat little cap on this. Well, wait, you haven't even talked about the language at all. The language. The language is cool. It, to me, it is one of the actually, despite my like being really interested in conlangs and linguistics, it's one of the less interesting features of Tolosan actually, because it's it's highly functional, very expressive. Essentially, it's a romance language. It mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of um, Romanian, or of of Esperanto. I don't know if you're familiar with Esperanto at all. Yeah, Esperanto. Yeah, it's a, another it's a, like, it's a famous yeah. conlang. Conlang, yeah. Um, but it's. It's, it's a constructed language. There are elements of... There's a language... There's a website for the language, tolosan.com or .org. Um, it's okay. really worth going to, actually. It's... I say it's uninteresting, but it's really... It's it's very well-crafted as a language. It's very detailed. Um, it's fully there. It's You can communicate in it. It has a word for love at first sight. That's just one word in Tolosan. Uh, all that, all that cool. cool I stuff. love that. In order to be a political party, holy shit! I'm now in fully in this. Yeah. Rabbit can I put hole. a cap on this? I have a whole little neat ending to do to this, and then we can. I just want to say this thing to be in order I to be know. a political party, which is way cooler than what it does in the United States. You must provide the Secretary of State with two things: the name of your leader of your political party and a fifty-word statement. No more, no less, describing yeah. your general aims and views. And then the Secretary of State can also require a filing fee. But yeah, there it. have been all these incidents where someone has voted for somebody as a joke or a thing as a joke, and then someone will swoop in and make that a party. Like, someone voted for Mickey Mouse as a joke. And then, like, after that, somebody made a Mickey Mouse movement to get a seat in the Senate. Because the thing about the Tolosan Cosa, the House, is that there are more seats than there are votes. Like... The party, the the Rump Party, for instance, it won thirty three votes in twenty seventeen, and it got fifty eight seats from that. Whoa! <laughs> so that's that's politics for you. But yeah, this sounds this sounds like like the kind of people that play like all those paradox interactive games that are just like really complex. Yeah, and it's like all about like politicking or like like okay, you are a regent of this area. Can you become like the emperor? Or whatever. Yeah, it's very much like it's that. Basically, a bunch of dads in the real world doing this. Yeah, but it's also it's detailed and to an extent, it's it's kind of crafted. It's it's lovingly done. There's something, despite all the all the unpleasantness of the politics and the sadness of the story. There's something. Well, it's really just cool you know you can how you how you gonna form your own country yeah. and not have you know like one or two Nazis just show up. Anyway, so, so Robert ben Madison too. went on to found the Tolosan immigrant community. Right. Uh, that, it dissolved in 2011. I don't know what happened. I don't know what. There's, you can find a YouTube video of him in 2009 talking about the 30th anniversary of Tolosa. And, and, this you know, is the King Robert? Part? Yeah, King Robert. So he has his own sort of breakaway state. and That dissolved. You know, Do dissolved. you know what's still going on with him? Are you going to talk about that? I, I don't know. They just I can't find anything about him. Shit. But Tolosa is still going strong. In 2008, they decided to seek membership in the UN. 
So we'll see how that goes. Oh yeah. Wow. But yeah, Telos is interesting, man. It's a weird. There's a funny like left critique that you could do of it in terms of like there is no left party in Telosa. You can't have anything like that because nobody works there. I mean, right. people work there, but they work in America. Yeah. And they just goof off in Telosa. Right. There's politics. no. There's no like. Yeah. It's was, like what if the West Wing was a country? Right. Well, that, yeah. You that know? was going to be my question. Was like, so in like Telosa, it's it's by definition a constitutional hereditary hereditary monarchy uh yeah right it's by by in the constitution it's a hereditary monarchy so the question is like you know the 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 whole concept of like marxism is kind of founded on like the a person and their relationship with uh like means of production like are you a laborer yeah, or no, are no you somebody who in, owns capital and in a place like like what something like telosa or whatever there's no well the problem with telosa is that it's only half a place it's an imaginary landscape that's sort of layered over the world but in that landscape there aren't factories right and, and the state like, has no maybe there are but there's not when people work in telosa they work for American bosses and they use American means of production or whatever you want to call right. it. And like, so there's no, it's weird to think, but there's like the stuff that left politics is born out of, you know, you talk about like, um, especially, I mean, the union kind of left that doesn't exist there. There is, there is, there are like nationalist parties. So there's totally racism there. Right. Um, <laughs> however you want to look at it, if you want to look at it as being against, immigrants quote-unquote or if you want to look at it as being actual racism which also exists you know there's like there's definitely that but there's no right but but i I guess i guess you could look at you could look at what happened in 2005 as being a left movement despite it being led by the conservative party but you get into like a a a more interesting thing it's like is there there's a is there a ruling class like you have a king but like what actual like dominance do they have over sense, the Tolosa citizens is, of Tolosa? Tolosa is much more directly democratic than the United States. You get one vote. Voting is done, I think, by mail. There's no you can lobby and do all that. But but but, like, it, but at the end of the day, economically, there's no like this for all intents and purposes. This nation does not exist. It gets into like a what actually constitutes a nation? Yeah, I guess. Like in, 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 in a grander realm of things, like in, in a non-idealist way, like and, and like not outside of like, oh, I think of this as a, you know, I think of it as a nation, therefore it is a nation. Like materially, it has no, there's no state, there's no ruling class. There is a state. There is a, there is a ruling class in a sense. There but they have, but, but they have no material impact on. Well, I mean, there are people who own the website and who who run stuff. Then, okay, so then you get a very interesting thing of like like, how's the internet affected then by? It's very weird. I mean, yeah. Again, that's why Telos is interesting because it's you get it's pure politics. It's politics removed from the question of affecting anybody in the real world. The only person who has been materially affected by it is maybe Robert Ben Madison himself. Right. It's an interesting thing. I feel like there's a lot left open-ended. Yeah. A lot still to explore with Telosa. How about we call this part one, and then someday. Part two. Yeah. We join. <laughs> we we join. fuck it up in Telosa. We overthrow. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing. If the three of us wanted to join, all, you'd, all we'd have to do is learn language, write a little essay, 
all we'd have to do is learn the language, quote unquote. But like, you could you could get thirty people and take the place over. I don't see why this is. I, and we have at least thirty listeners. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know. I uh, think through the it's through, an interesting thought. Or, organized through Patreon posts. Yes. We can we can like fulfill like a filing fee, whatever the filing fee, to form our own political party. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is... I mean, They can become a backronym. Yeah, that's the question. Oh, easily. Going back to that real quick, the question in Telos Politics is a, they have a term for it. It's called... Those hot Germanic. infidels making... The Ammon thing definitely Kool-Aid. has to stand for Marxist. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Why can't the T in thing stand for Marcus? Marx- Marxist. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Drink a lot of gin on this podcast. Yeah. I just—I've been reading off notes this whole time, so I hadn't really noticed it. But when I tried to say some actual thoughts coming from the brain part yeah. of the brain, it got a little bit heavy pretty quickly. Um, yeah, like, I was about to say something. Theocratic helicopter. I what was, no, definitely can't include a helicopter. Why That's not? A, uh, it's a bad meme online about what? anti-Marxist. Oh really? Yeah, anti-communist. Oh, because of Operation Condor. Yeah, throwing yeah, yeah, yeah throwing people out of helicopters. Yeah, oh, I, that is a, I didn't know. I mean, that. helicopters yeah. are they get lots of other use. Just, <laughs> yeah, that's not funded by Henry Kissinger. Yeah, you know, not everybody. That's what the K is for. Kissingerite. <laughs> we got it oh, all. You're we disgusting. got it all here. Y'all got it all here. I I've never seen I, them. I, I, I think like like for some like, reason whenever I say Fimp. I do the K real hard. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. so what I'm thinking is like Kissinger. like the tendency, Kissinger. It's tendency uh, for for habiting international Marxist knowledge. That needs a little work, frankly. Yeah. I think that's that <laughs> that's could, good I, I that kind of stumbled into look. it. Yeah. I think that could. <laughs> well, we we aren't an official party yet, so. Like, well, all of these questions and more will be answered or further explored in part two. But I think we should wrap it up for part that's one of okay. Telosa. You've been listening. Yes. Uh, sorry, that's not my job. Well, hold on. Before we escape, I do want to throw out about a, 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 I guess, a micronation. Cool. So you want to bring up a separate subject Telosa? when no, I'm trying to it's close very the podcast? Short. All right, that's cool. I just uh, want to. You're, you're on a timer. I, yes. All right. I just very I'm much. I'm cutting you off when I think oh it's appropriate. Oh my god, my right. life is drifting away from I, me. I, I just moment. really want to br- quickly bring up. You're the, going. Yeah. Am- Regulatory free states of Obsidia, which builds itself as the world's only mobile feminist nation. Is there an immobile feminist nation? <laughs> yeah, hold on. This I'm just gonna read this like they're like a noble chauvinist nation. Yes, I just really want to read this brief thing about the ambulatory free states of Obsidia. It is a tiny matriarchal micronation located at the confluence of feminism and geography. That's not a place. (laughs) Grand Marshal Yagjian, probably pronounced that wrong, his great vision for the ambulatory free states of Obsidia came in 2015 when its land claim was, quote, liberated end quote, from where, a former lover's house for a greater purpose. Where is it? Because it's not at the corner of democracy. <laughs> I, I know that that's not a place. Geography. No, hold on, begin there. Obsidian's oh, okay. humble territory, a chunk of obsidian rock, roughly two pounds in weight, became the basis for a new nation. 
Easily transported Wait. in its official state briefcase, the nation can change locations at any time. <laughs> oh, I love this. Actually. Obsidia can usually be found at the embassy in Oakland, California. Nah, yeah. that makes a lot Other of sense. sovereign soil includes... I'm not trying to diss you on the Bay Area, yeah. but come on. This is very good, though. <laughs> we know what's going Hold on. Hold up. Other sovereign soil includes a 29-foot sailboat and dinghy, which comprises Obsidia's navy. Actually... Obs- I, I am ready to die for this country. Yeah, Obsidia. <laughs> hold on, wait. Actually, Obsida. So there's a typo on the official page. Uh, you got to fix that. Has an egalitarian structure, and our officials hold no real power. In Obsidia, we strive to find alternatives to capitalism and promote self-expression through creative nation-building projects. The objectives the objectives of the government of Obsidia are to institutionalize feminist-slash-LGBTQ leadership and explore concepts for an ideal governance. Our anti-state is currently surrounded on all borders by Oakland, California, as a completely open immigration policy which allows non-citizens to travel freely to any national territory. This is this is the most Oakland, California thing I've ever heard, but I'm pretty into it. Wait, let me hit you with this final disclaimer. Due to size limitations and fragility, humans cannot physically enter the landmass. <laughs> That's actually great. I love it. All right. And that was under two and a half minutes. Keep doing that. And also good. But you can you can apply for citizenship and get a uh, Oh, it's not done yet. Let me restart the time. A passport. An official obsidia passport. Official obsidia passport. Been listening to sorry. (laughs) Uh, Obsidia. Also good. Um let's not try and I think politically better than uh Toulouse, which seems to be uh Tulsa, Tulsa, Tuscaloosa, Tulsa, 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 Oklahoma. Yeah, we've been talking. You've been listening to. You've been listening to. We never do that. Um, Anything anyone wants to plug? Oh, I. Well, you. When is this coming out? Um, It will come out on um, the sixteenth, probably. Hell yeah! That's just in time. Oh man, we all got a show. Yeah, John and I got a thing to plug again. Check first. Yeah, as as upstairs Man, continues its thing. <laughs> I, I didn't. I said I wasn't going to talk about my fucking band, but we're doing talk about shit. Your band, we're in a band. Man, yeah, I'm in a band. Yeah, John. John is in a band with me upstairs, and we are playing Jake Fest. The, uh, just, I'll be there. If you in just go, if you just like us on the Facebook, Facebook, yeah, and find us on our Instagram, which hopefully I will have made by this point. Yes, we've got some some photos um, that uh, our good friend Ben. Has taken yeah, so from you can, our you can look show that was just last weekend. Those. You can look at more than one picture of us. Um, Not Ben, aka. But if King you want Robert to know where Jake Fest yeah. is taking place, you can direct message us on the Facebook. Yes, I too am in a band. It is a band of one, unless I can pay other people to be in it, in which case it's a band of infinite. However much money I have <laughs> divided by whatever. Um, it's called Silas Choice. We are putting out one song every week this year, and it is killing me. So please <laughs> listen to that. Yes, I can vouch for the songs, or I can vouch for a song. Yeah, I, Paul's I played been on, on them. I played on a song. I know he's listened to at least one because <laughs> I sat there while he recorded his part. Yeah. Um, Silaschoice.bandcamp.com. No, I've listened to a handful. This, I'm happy to hear that. And. I support that. Go check that out. Yeah. I might even put one in this episode. I We haven't talked about that, but maybe I'll do well, that. We maybe I'll do it without consulting you guys did, somehow. Did, did we take an, 
official break? We, we didn't did. take an official big we break. Did, yeah, we, we did. did. We, I, took it, we, we announced We took an unofficial break where I started Con talking Air about break. Con Air. That so was I'll, Con just, Air I'll just cut in a song if you want to sing <laughs> okay. a song over yeah, when you try to about yeah. Con Air. But there is an official break, I think. Okay, good. Before cool. we started talking about something. Yeah. We got a little sorted out. Um, so anyway, that's what I'm up to. I'm sure I have another. Oh, Upstairs is also playing The Listing Loon on June 12th. Yeah, I guess that's if official. If you have that kind of memory that's rocking that kind of capacity. It'll yeah. come up in future episodes. With Rachel Moosey. Yeah, right. I assume, I think that's all official. If it's not... Jeff said he booked it. Yeah. So if we're not playing at the Loon on the 12th, you can email my friend Jeff and just <laughs> fucking wail on him. We can't sure. email Jeff because as we established in last week's episode, Jeff is dead. Oh... Yeah, no, he's not. Uh, all right, I'll plug my only thing. Saturdays at 5 on Radio Artifact. Uh, it's 16.60 a.m., which, good luck trying to hear yeah, that. I was going to say, I, I tried, thought you said I've it was 1880. Tune. It's 1880. Is I, it 1880? Because like, I've tried to tune into 16.60 a lot, and I've never had it. No, I've it. never been able to tune into I've it. I've found it on the internet. You can get it on the internet, okay? Yeah, if yeah. you go to RadioArtifact.com, you will find yeah. it. Yeah, check okay. out Radio Artifact, too. I yeah, they're great. I didn't know about this until recently, but that's a, it's a really cool thing they're doing. It is 16:60 a.m., but it's a very small radius. Yeah, I mean, I would say park outside of Urban Artifact and park inside of yeah, Urban maybe Artifact. Just like go in, and get a drink in your car. They'll probably be playing it. Um, Do you record at Urban Artifact? No, we. Uh, you record before you it in, right? Yeah, we yeah. record right here in oh, the okay. same in the same studio yeah. that Thimp records the Fire Escape. Uh, which is me and uh, my friend Sammy, Sammy Burrows. Uh, we record an episode weekly, and it airs on the internet live stream every Saturday, Saturday at five. Wendy, do you normally record? Do you have a normal recording time? Yeah, we record every Thursday. Okay, cool. So if you can't tune in on Saturdays, no, no, God. if you just come to Nick's apartment <laughs> on, th- on Thursdays, oh, no, don't do that. Don't at do a certain that. time, no, you call in if you if you we want. We will have know. we will have the back episodes posted you, soon. You will. Soon. That's cool. I like I like the idea though of stuff disappearing like it used yeah, to. Yeah, me too, radio. kind of. But it's like, also but yeah, you want to have frustrating. Those. Yeah, I kind of wanted it to just be like we talked about it, just only existing as when it airs. Yeah. So if you don't hear it. Which is cool. So, but I mean, but you guys ever try and track down those old Monty Python, like radio recordings that there's like Eric Idle Radio Five and all that? No, shit? it's like a, I mean it's kind of a nerdy pursuit, but like there's a lot of old comedy radio that's just gone. Now. Yeah. It's a cool thought. Yeah. What's the, so the last episode of away. Firescape was about Dayton Akron? Stuff? No, so uh, oh, the, just had the first episode was about like the songs that informed our music taste. The second episode was um, both of us picked a city in Cincinnati and like explored the music of it. A city Sammy, in Cincinnati. Interesting. Sorry, a city in Ohio. Yeah, I've been drinking too. Not I was gonna but. say like, man, I'm sure Elmwood Place has got a great fucking hang there, but like, I don't know. About, I don't know about bands. A city in Ohio. So, um, uh, uh, so I did Akron and I did Dayton. Okay. And then uh, the third yeah. episode, we did songs that were either about or uh, songs that were the favorite songs of serial killers, because it was the week that the Golden State Killer got caught. Oh, yeah. Okay, so and you just talked about that one Sufjan song. <laughs> no, we actually we made a point not to bring up that Sufjan song. Hell yeah! But instead, I, mean, I like that song, but like that's a it's a very deep move. Instead, we um, played two songs by Aria Speedwagon. 
because okay, apparently John Wayne Gacy loved Aria Speedwagon. Shit. Okay. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> and then uh, uh, you talk about fucking. Did you? Did, you didn't talk about Charles Manson music, right? No, we also decided we didn't want to talk Good. about that's, that. That's, that's a, not. Yeah, that's that guy shouldn't thing. get anymore. Yeah. Like he like murks some people. He yeah. shouldn't get. Yeah. Yeah. We did. Um, that's just like some shitty thing that people do. Be like, well, actually, he was a really talented. Is musician. Is John Wayne Gacy the clown? Yeah, he, yeah. Okay. So apparently, John Wayne Gacy. The first song we did on that it was Kinks, Death of a Clown, because apparently John Wayne Gacy like hosted the Kinks in his house when they played at in Whoa. Chicago because I he was part of this like like uh, business. Ah. The JCs is like the name of the organization. It was like uh, some kind of business organization, like him, Ed Kemper, Bill Clinton, like a bunch of psychopaths, were in. and. Uh, <laughs> I'd love that. Uh, and then Beautiful. the most recent episode we did was just uh, we didn't have time to really. We had an idea for a topic, but both of us were busy, so we just kind of did a free for all where we played songs that we had been listening to That's lately and cool. then talked about them. And then the uh, episode that we have coming out that just came out last Saturday, by the time this episode airs, will be about cover songs that are arguably better than the originals. So it's gonna be about that Johnny Cash cover. <laughs> yeah. Also made a point not to do okay, that. Okay, I like the style of this. If I were you, I would definitely check out the Fire Escape. If at I were a time you, that I've already forgotten. Saturdays <laughs> at, at five. five. If I were you, I'd definitely check out that Johnny Cash cover of Hurt, which is way better than the Nine Inch <laughs> Nails. Well, not, I guarantee anybody listening to this podcast has heard that like a hundred times. You're probably listening to it right now because <laughs> yeah. hurting is what you are doing listening to this yeah. podcast. All right, Harold, do you have something you want to plug? <laughs> nah. Nah. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right, then let's close the episode. Put on your thinking caps because you just two, wait three. <laughs> wait, what? Is that how y'all end it? Dungeons, 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 No, 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 not that one. I'm dying. What's up? I'm a die. We didn't come here. We did. We came here to make jokes and have fun. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> night, night of the sure. <laughs> You've been. Thank you for listening to theme. Thanks for. It's like we coming here. To it's like, make jokes it's like fuck them. with the fence. <laughs> All right. Let's, I'm imagining that Quirky Dog's getting pretty high in the mix <laughs> yeah. right now. So let's just We're say quirky bye. Dog. Quirky Dog quirky has been playing dog. for the last two hours. <laughs> Right. You, you're begging us for, you're begging you know for us to release you from more. this We're mortal coil. We're in on this coil. the John way. One, two, three, four. Three, two, one. <laughs>